The word of the Lord from John chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who is descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. If, like me, you grew up in the time when Billy Graham was still crusading, you probably heard that John 3.16 was called the gospel in a nutshell because it sums up what God has done for us. It's true enough, but... Don't forget the other 16 verses of our text because God has done so much more. Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night, coming out of the darkness and to the light of the world. He's a Pharisee and a member of the Sanhedrin, an influential man, in other words. And influential men have been watching Jesus. He says to him, Rabbi, 
We know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answers, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, I don't want to get nerdy, but I've got to get nerdy if we're going to mine the riches of this text. For one thing, the word born is technically begotten. When it comes to having children, women bear them and men beget them. For another, the word again can also mean from above. I'm going to use the terms born and begotten interchangeably, but the point here is that it is God who is doing the work. So what Jesus is saying is this. Unless one is made a child from above by God the Father, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Double meanings can go one way or the other, and Nicodemus goes with the other. He's a smart man, so rather than be incredulous, I'm betting he's sparring with Jesus when he replies, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? He wants to know what Jesus means. And Jesus responds, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Same nerdy stuff as before. To retranslate, Unless one is made a child by God the Father from above by means of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And that declaration brings a total number of people in the kingdom of God to one. At this point in the Gospel of John, how many people have been born of God the Father and marked as his child by water and the Holy Spirit? One, when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist with water at the Jordan River, the Holy Spirit rested on him, and the Father said from heaven above, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Don't forget, by the way, while we heard of Jesus' baptism two months ago, This is John 3, and Jesus was baptized in John 2. It hasn't been a lot of time since Jesus was baptized. It also explains why this conversation isn't as disjointed as it seems. Nicodemus begins by saying, We know your teacher come from God, and Jesus responds, Yes, because I am the one who is begotten of the Father from above by water and the Spirit. Well, good for Jesus, but not yet for Nicodemus. As Jesus points out, Nicodemus is born and begotten of the flesh. He has a body thanks to his mom and dad, but he's a dying sinner because mom and dad were dying sinners. He's not born of the Spirit. The Father above has not declared of Nicodemus, You are my beloved child. But here's a turn in the conversation. Jesus says, Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. See, Jesus isn't keeping this begotten from aboveness just for himself. He says, You must be born from above. 
In fact, the you is plural, so it's not just for Nicodemus. Y'all must be born from above. And this is where your faith is starting to smile because you know this. You don't do anything to be begotten or born. That's something that's done to you. That's something that's done for you. If God says that it is necessary for you to be born from above, then he's going to do the work to get it done. So how is he going to get it done? Well, Jesus says, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Sorry, time to get nerdy again, because there are more double meanings afoot. The word for wind also means spirit in Greek, and the word for blows also means breathes, and the word for sound also means voice. So while our translation, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear its sound, sounds like a nice line from a 70s folk music album, a better translation has Jesus saying, the spirit breathes where it wishes and you hear its voice. So, you're begotten of the Father from above because the Spirit breathes life into you just like God breathed life into Adam in the first place. If you're begotten of the Spirit, says Jesus, you're begotten of the Father. And since the Spirit breathes where He wishes, then you know that you've been breathed upon when you're where He wishes to breathe. And where is that? It's when you hear his voice. And how does the Spirit speak? He uses words. He uses the inspired word of God because he is God. How about that? When the Son speaks, the Spirit breathes upon you so that you can be a child of God the Father above. How can these things be? asks Nicodemus. He's having trouble tracking all this, even though, as Jesus points out, he's a teacher of Israel. But remember, none of this makes sense without faith. Without faith, Nicodemus cannot understand the things of heaven. So Jesus ends our text with four remarkable statements. First, he tells Nicodemus that he, Jesus, is the Son of Man who has descended from heaven. Since sinful man cannot and does not reach up to God, God has become man. Since sinful man cannot understand the things of God, God is in the flesh to teach them. And as the Son speaks his life-giving word, the Holy Spirit is at work in that voice to breathe life into Nicodemus and all who will hear, so that they might be children of God, begotten and enlivened as new creations. But there's another part of how this can be, namely how the salvation of man is accomplished. And as it is God who gives salvation, it is also he who accomplishes it. Second, then, Jesus says that the Son has become flesh in order to be lifted up. Double meaning time again. 
While the word can have the meaning of exalted, it also has the second meaning of crucified, lifted up on a cross. Once upon a time in Numbers 21, when the Israelites were dying from poisonous serpents for their sins, Moses lifted up a bronze serpent on a pole at God's command, and whoever looked at the bronze serpent lived. Now, says Jesus, he will be lifted up on a cross according to God's will, and whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Which brings us to the third thing Jesus says, this gospel in a nutshell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus is going to be lifted up on a cross because the wages of sin is death, and God so desires that sinners be saved that he is giving up his son to die that death so that sinners might live eternally. That's a remarkable proclamation. But the fourth is just as stunning, often overlooked because it's overshadowed. Jesus says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. People might be tempted to frame the incarnation as one last test of mankind that God sends his Son into the world to see how sinners will treat him. If they treat him well, then God might take pity. And if they treat him poorly, it's time to pull the plug. But the Son has not come to be the test. Instead, he's come to be the sacrifice. When he's crucified, it is not the last straw that leads God to condemn mankind. No, that sacrifice atones for the sins of the world, so that whoever believes in him might not perish but have everlasting life. Now, the day that Jesus dies will be ugly and dark and awful and Even his disciples will run away. But as Jesus speaks these words to Nicodemus, true to his words, the Holy Spirit is working through that voice to give Nicodemus faith. Read on in the the Gospel of John, and in chapter 7, you'll find Nicodemus defending Jesus to his fellow rulers. And in chapter 19, Nicodemus is one with the courage to claim the body of Jesus and lay it in the tomb. By the work of the Holy Spirit, Nicodemus has been begotten of the Father from above. Jesus rises again, of course. And just before he ascends into heaven, he gives one more means of grace. He says to his disciples, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. With that, he declares that you too can be born again by water and the Spirit. He shares his baptism with you, and in doing so, he shares his death and resurrection with you. Now the Spirit breathes in the word spoken with the water to make you a new creation. Washed by water in the Spirit, the Father declares for the sake of his Son that you are now his beloved child. And in the simplest of defenses of infant baptism, I offer this. 
If babies can manage to be born of their mothers, how can they not also be born of God? Both their procreation and recreation are his doing. Now, there's probably nothing in this text that you haven't heard before. You're a child of God because Jesus has died for you. And because God has made you his child by means of holy baptism. And he keeps you as his child by means of his holy word. If you and I move past sinning in this life, then we can move past talking about Jesus and his death for our sins. Until then, it is this message that continues to keep you in the faith. Even if you've heard it all before, it is in the gospel that the Holy Spirit is still at work to keep you alive in Christ, to keep you a child of God. Actually, once we're past sinning and in heaven, we'll still stick with this message all the more joyfully. The Son, who was lifted up on the cross, is now lifted up to his throne in heaven. And there, for eternity, the saints in the hosts of heaven rejoice in the Lamb who was slain, who now lives and reigns forever. It is given you to be in that crowd, because God so loved you that he gave his only son to die for you, so that you might believe, not perish, and have eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.